Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of In the End, There's Always a Disney God. You guys, today, make sure you check out DisneyGod.com. You guys already know, make sure you guys check out DisneyGod.com or DisneyGod.tk. You guys already know what to do. This is this is nothing new at this point. It, it shouldn't even be new. But, okay. Hold on, you guys. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings um, movie. I don't know if you guys know this, but um, I will. I I haven't watched the movie yet, unfortunately. Fortunately, I'm going to be reading the IGN review. You guys are probably like, why? Why aren't you watching it? We need to know the full intel. Well, you guys, I have to be real with y'all. You know, it's just, it's not my type of movie. I'm gonna watch it eventually. But it's just it's 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 just not my type of movie, unfortunately. As much as I want it to be, it's just it's it's not. It's and I really do want it to be my type of movie, but it's just not. I know I can't wait to see the Doctor Strange sequel, but let's get into the um oops. Let's get into the review. So okay. Here we go. Shang Chai and the Legend of the Ten Rings strikes a tricky balance, reflecting the real-life complicated conflict between first-gen Asian-American children and the wishes of their immigrant parents, while also serving up the dynamic action scenes that the MCU is known for. Director Destin Daniel Cretton skillfully juggles both of these loyal goals, logging an entry in the Marvel universes that both emotionally resonant and delightfully exciting enough to outweigh its occasionally uneven visuals and unfulfilled lore. Simi, Simu Lu, don't get mad at me if I say the name wrong, his mark on the MCU as its latest superhero, Shang-Chi, who's been targeted by his father, Wenwu, and his ten and the the and his the Ten Rings, the weapons and secret crime organization. When his father's vision collides with Shang Chai's moral compass, he has to decide to finally take responsibility and stand up to his father, while also attempting to forgive himself for his part in the sins that first tore their family apart. In this, the movie tries to balance a handful of big ideas, some of which deal with issues squarely attuned to the children of immigrants. Whose path do you follow, the one designed for you or the one you make for yourself? How do you give grieve unmet, unmet expectations in any aspect of your life? It's an interesting topic, but obviously, ways to fame the hero's journey for a major superhero film starring actors of Asian descent. Speaking of our leads, Lou and Aquafina have easy gen and genuine chemistry. That still sells ideas of Shang-Chi. And Katie is a capable duo for adventures to come. The classic immigrant parent question of when they'll get real jobs and grow up hangovers them throughout the film. But especially with Katie, who is vocal about everyone having a calling except for her. 
Sean and Katie's friendship anchors the film, and it's refreshing to have a duo with already built up trust, making it easier to believe that she stay, stay, st still stay by his side after learning about his secret life. Their relationship allows them to maneuver a bus, a lost speed for the hilly streets of San Francisco to safety, or to park our through bamboo scaffolding in a scene that is exhilarating, if not quite as humorous as the scaffolding scene in Rush Hour 2. Both our leads are equally skilled to, to a point of deuce ex machina with Katie, making them a formidable pair who can handle anything the MCU has to throw at them. And rest assured, it throws plenty at them in the introduction. On this note, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is the best action scenes of the MCU to date, which is pretty unsurprising when you consider the nature of its protagonist's powers. Fights are filmed with a kinetic energy that moves fluidly with the action and keeps us right in the middle of it all. Showcasing and giving credibility to Shang-Chi's natural instincts and training, the Wuxia fight scenes in the mystical land of Talo, especially between Wenwu and Zhang Lai, Zhang Lai with gracefully warmth by Fela Chain. Lean into gorgeous King Gong choreography to highlight the realm's magical realism and as means of its characterization, it's nice to finally see an emphasis on different martial arts styles as a physical and mental, mental practice in the MCU. Yes, it's unfortunate that while the fights are well shot, some of the other visual effects are uneven when it comes to singular details. You can sense the impact and the energy of the literal rings in action or the weightlessness of leaves in water. Tony Lang Wenwu is one of Marvel's most sympathetic and complex antagonists, who misguided actions pit him against his children. Yes, he has used the Ten Rings for a millennia, 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 millennia to accumulate power, wealth, and an army. But what does it become his wife and mother to his children? It's literally life-changing, electrifying. And just so deeply romantic, the cinema, the cinemagraphy, um, yeah, of their fight show slows down to highlight their longing glances, and we're reminded of how well Long plays a tragic romantic hero when Zhang Lai dies. Director Destin. Cretan skillfully connects Shang-Chi's personal stakes with the larger MCU, by the way. Of an emotional complex villain, a stellar cast with fantastic chemistry and incredible action sequences. The visions, the visuals of magical world like, like Talo could look more uniform in the lack of lore seemingly withheld for future MCU reveals. It's frustrating, but the shortcomings aren't glaring at the rest of the movie. Has so much it has so much to offer. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings carefully avoids the usual Asian versus Asian American cultural expectations of dealing with grief and assuming responsibility for giving generation sins and claiming a future where destiny and choice can coexist. Yeah, it seems like it seems like it was pretty pretty good, but I don't know if I'm gonna watch it yet. See, look, someone commented. Is it really that great, or is an 8 considered a safe score? I feel like an 8 is becoming the average score, something to satisfy a great number of people, while leaving room for disagreements without coming out as hating on the movie. 
Then another person said, people just overreact if they think a movie is bad. Even the worst Marvel movies are decent compared to actual bad movies, which is true. Um, but I don't know. It's, I looked at the trailer. It's, it's like, I don't know about you guys, but when you watch, um, the trailer, it's mainly because, I don't know. It's just, it's hard because it's like, you know, the show is, it, it's, it's like, you know how when you watch a trailer and it looks super good, like, oh my block, oh my gosh. When I saw the oh my block trailer for season four, it looked so deep and it looked so good. But when I watched season four, it was, it was just, it wasn't as good as they made it seem. It's, it's, it, it was, it was, it was a little lame, but at the same time, it was a little good, basically. It wasn't as good as they made it out to be is what I was, is what I'm saying. So I don't know. It was just, it was just hard. It was, just, it was annoying, but I wasn't surprised because not a lot of Netflix shows make it after um, season four or season three. It, Netflix was u- usually known to cancel shows after season three, but now they pushed it up to season four. But I would say even dis- even despite, you know, Shang-Chi, I mean, I love Shang-Chi. I thought Shang-Chi was going to be like an amazing I thought it was going to be a deep, amazing movie. Um, I couldn't wait to see it. But then I was like, "Mm, nope, I think I'm going to change my mind, mainly because what seemed so, you know, good and deep most likely turned out to kind of be lame. And I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to say anything mean about the movie either. I thought it was going to be really deep and good. But everybody has their different tastes. I love Marvel movies. Always have. Always will. But I guess Shane Chai just wasn't the movie that I just wanted to see. But um, I can't wait to discuss No Way Home. I can't wait to get into that. But as much as I love me some... um, As much as I love me some... As much as I love me some, um, whatchamacallit, some um, Marvel, it's just some Marvel movies, they're just horrible. And like the comments said, you know, compared to some bad movies, I mean, even though some Marvel movies may seem really bad, compared to some other bad movies, those movies would be, would be pretty decent, low-key. Not even gonna lie. It would be very like really 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 decent Loki So that was definitely true. I'm not even gonna lie about that. That was that was really true. But at the same time there are some that are just they just that just suck. Just are horrible. But like I said at the same time um I love me some Marvel movies. Oof, man. Marvel is like the best. I mean, there is no... There is no movie better. I mean, for me. I would say that for me. There's no movie better than Marvel. But there are some, like Mortal Kombat. I don't know if you guys saw Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was... Mortal Kombat was the bomb. I'm not even gonna lie about that. That was the bomb. But I don't know. 
for me, it would have to definitely be, um, it would have to definitely be, uh, Marvel and Disney, definitely Disney. Like I said, this deep phase four has come out. It has definitely come to play. I'm not even going to lie about that. Kevin Feige definitely planned this phase perfectly. I mean, I was like, I, and, and you know what was so crazy? I forgot when Kevin Feige initially, um, when he initially released phase four, I had totally forgot about it until it came out. Totally forgot about it. I didn't even remember it until I, I shoot. I forgot when WandaVision was going to premiere because the shoot, the days were like super duper long. So I, it, it definitely, it definitely was a lot of fun. Um, it was definitely a lot of fun to see these, these Marvel shows like WandaVision, um, and all the other shows. It was definitely fun. I enjoyed it. Um, and they did a good, they, Loki did a good job. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it. I want to thank you guys for listening in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Shoot, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, uh, make sure you guys already know what to do. Follow this podcast on all streaming platforms. Um, you know, check out DisneyGuy.com or DisneyGuy.tk. It doesn't matter. Um, you can check out either site. Um, DisneyGuy.com or DisneyGuy.tk and you can also get you some merch. You guys already know where to go. You just go to the home site and it'll take you to the merch and you can just click on Disney Guy merchandise on the website and it'll take you there. And yeah, thank you guys for listening in. I hope you enjoy today's episode and yeah, bye-bye guys.